What is up, everyone, and welcome to another issue of Sibling Rivalry, the comic book cub club, 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 club like a bear, like a bear, Rawr. <laughs> uh, comic book club show hosted by yours truly. It's Ben Pie next to none other than my sibling herself, Anna Kin. Dash Kin. I, I draw it, and then I realize that the podcast people cannot see the drawing. Well, I mean, Action. we we are on uh, on YouTube too. For those on YouTube, sorry for the random camera movement there. I just wanted the top of my head to be in here instead of cut off like it was. Oh, um, baby. So this week uh, was the independent <laughs> book, um, which was my pick. Yeah, we've been on a pretty good roll with the books this time around. Relatively, yeah. yeah. I will say that this one I felt was a much riskier choice than um, obviously my Daredevil pick. So if I had noticed that this was by Rick Remender, uh-huh. I wouldn't have told. I would have told you there's not a risky pick at all. He's he's an awesome, awesome comic book author. <clears throat> he did a run of Spider-Man that I really love. Well, I I mean you know this as well as the majority of the family, even though they keep forgetting. I am terrible with names. Are you atrocious with names? <laughs> I could have known you for years, and I will get your last name wrong. Uh, yeah, that's a last name. Who cares? <laughs> but, um, so, I mean, even if you read... Yeah, your dog. Sorry so about sorry. that. Uh, for those listening and having earbuds in. I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, so even if I've read something by Rick Remender, I do not remember <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the writer is Rick Remender. funny. Um, and the artist is Greg Tuccini. It's like bad foot pasta. Right? But my joke for remember wasn't funny? No. That was bad. Um, so tell us, why did you pick this one? I'm so sad to say that I don't have like a really good explanation for why I picked this one with how much I enjoyed it. Um... I had a list of, like, I was between three independent comics, and I had them all opened on separate pages, and under the, like, we recommend this, this one happened to be there, and I couldn't be pick between the three, so I clicked on this one, and I was like, this looks cool, and I was like, never mind about the other three, let's just do this, <laughs> and yeah. that's that's the entire story for why I picked this one, and I wish it was a better one. <laughs> that Yeah, that's kind of... It's okay. so sad. I'm, I'm glad that happened, though. Because, I am, too. Uh, I really like it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, real quick, before we continue, I am going to mention this uh, This podcast episode is going to be labeled explicit, um, so as, is the, uh, as is the YouTube video, because there is a hefty amount of nudity, nudity um, and colorful language in this comic. Um it's it's one of those things where, you know, we did another independent comic that had a lot to do with the underwater, um, and that was just, like, gratuitous bull crap. It's already going to be explicit. Why does it matter? It's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whereas this one, I feel like it kind of added... It didn't not necessarily add into the story, but it didn't take me out of the story to have it in there. Right. Um... Like, it, 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 it treads one... that fine line between, like, Game of Thrones nudity. I haven't and... seen Game of Thrones. 
Well, uh, okay. Uh, any HBO series nudity then. Okay. Um, and I don't know what else to... It, it, it wasn't... It was definitely one of those ones with the nudity and things like that that it made sense with the story, but was on borderline of being a little bit excessive. Yes. Which... It never crossed that line, but it, but it walked that line. Yes, it did. <laughs> and as the gymnast, as the the Olympics are going, would have been an Olympiad. Olympian. What's an Olympiad? Olympic game. I don't yeah. know. Okay, I did love this forward. So I actually didn't read the forward. I've read every forward that we have. Had. Yeah, this is the first one that I didn't read because I kind of I looked. I usually read the forwards after. Yeah. Um, and and since we are bulk recording two episodes so today, forward, so you read it afterward. I know, but I I don't want to I don't want anything given Just, given away essentially. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I uh, I read it after. I usually read it after. I didn't read this one because we're bulk recording this and our manga pick. Right. But I can say what this one was about. Okay. Because I thought it was, uh, I thought it was super interesting with the, because uh, it was all about the writer's perspective on coming up with the storyline. Uh-huh. And he had already paired up with the artist, knowing that they wanted to do a series together again. Um, and they had a list, or he had a list running of different topics that he wanted to kind of hit, and he wasn't in love with any of them. And he reread a National Geographic's article that reminded him of his childhood when, you know, you learn that, like every child, apparently, <laughs> with how he phrased this, it was like, everyone learns this. And then you're just like, oh, no, um, that just a few years prior, he had accepted that everyone's going to die at some point. And then he learns later that everything that we do, in his opinion, won't make a huge difference because the sun is eventually going to expand and like kill everything off yep. on planet earth. And so he read a national geographics article that went over that topic again. And he was like, Oh, that would be so cool. And then he also went through therapy around this time um, because he felt like he was a very pessimistic person and therapy helped him gain a more positive outlook, which changed how he addressed or how he approached the world around him, which made him exceptionally inclined to have a overly optimistic or overly outwardly optimistic character. Because uh-huh. I don't want to say she's overly optimistic, but she is excessively she, showing it. Yeah, she's definitely <laughs> one of those... In a world where, like, everyone is pessimistic. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely optimism to a fault, um, outwardly. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she definitely... She, and there's nothing wrong with this. Uh, you know, I, I absolutely believe that a positive mental attitude can get you incredibly far in life. Uh, she takes it to an extreme. It becomes a religion. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. It, which I thought was incredibly interesting. What did, what did they call the religion? Oh, oh that's good. Um, I'm sure we'll get to <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and... Once again, it's like this is another story where it's like it's pulling on my heartstrings right from the very beginning. I don't know how it would have affected me if I didn't recently have a child or my wife, you know, had a child and 
I watched. I cried, um, but I mean, I'm an overly emotional person. Uh, the there's the very first issue of this uh, novel is kind of uh, introducing the world itself, um, and this this family line that has a very special kind of underwater suit that allows them to, you know, essentially be Iron Man underwater. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Um, and uh, it only works for him and his bloodline. Correct. Uh, so, you know, it, it's all of these, you know, what would be considered well-off people living in an underwater dome. And he's essentially the, the one in this, in this dome that can go out and explore and... He's the uh, last one, because there were more, just as a... Oh, that's right, that's right. There were more, and he is the last remaining... Yeah, but he, he's been the last remaining one for, for like his, his, his family. His family has been the last one for a while. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, essentially he's the one that's meant to go out, find food for this world, uh, this, this dome, and, and all of that. And um, the novel, you know, opens up with him teaching his, what, what were they, 10-year-old daughters? Yeah. Um, how, like, what this was going to be like. And, you know, of course, in any post-apocalyptic world, there's the well-off people that are living, you know, in, I won't say luxury, but a lot more comfortably um, than others. And then there are, like, these these other, like, scavenger-like people um, that uh, essentially, yeah, see, starting off right away with nudity, um, that essentially live... Like pirates. Like pirates, yeah. Um, it, it, you know, it's kind of like, if anyone's read the um, the Light of the Jedi novel that came out last year, um, there's, a, there's like this group called the Nihil, and this, uh, these marauders, these pirates, these underwater pirates, reminded me very much of, of the Nihil. Okay. Um... I know you don't understand that reference, but there might That's be someone okay. listening who understands that reference. Um, and uh, I, I, I found them incredibly fascinating in that novel and in this graphic novel, equally, equally so. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get led into a trap, essentially, where the uh, the the pirates. God, I forget their names as well. Um, <clears throat> this is what this is what I get for trying to read so much all at once um i'm just terrible with names i remember the son's name and i remember her name i don't remember her name so because i thought it was funny (laughs) um so yeah so uh this 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 group um of of marauders essentially capture the the ship um, figure out that these helm suits are uh, powered because of like the, the DNA of the family, so only that family can use them. Uh, so they chop out this guy's eye. Which I loved. I I would also like to say that I picked this comic, and I have the biggest, like... 
gooey gooeyness about like in gross context, not in the like lovey dovey context um, of losing an eyeball. I had a teacher, my, my favorite teachers with a glass eye. So every time like, and we had to watch a video on how they're made. So the whole taking out the eyeball freaked me out so bad. Yeah. Um, and the, the leader of this group, Roln, I think is a, is their name? They're, like the names are all so similar. To no Toja is the is the daughter. Is the daughter. And the fact that like they they were they were ready to like kill the kill the ten year old girls. I like I was freaking losing it. Um, <laughs> I but, lost it when the other one came out of fighting. I was like, why'd you do that? Yeah, exactly. You fool. Um. And the, the just like the weapons that these pirates have as well, it's like, oh wow, these are so so neat. The world design and like the costume design and the um like machine designs for the suits are freaking awesome. Uh huh. And 100%. the creatures and everything yeah. that you see no, no, later like the, is absolutely. It's, it's like the, the sun expanding and all that radiation changing, like how. You know, some of these marauders look and how uh, the creatures look and, and all of that mm -hmm. in the world are so cool. And it's fun because you can see what they started as. Yeah. Like, it definitely has that hint to... Uh... I can't think of the word anymore. Oh, okay. You, you looked at me and I, I couldn't think of it. It's okay. To anchor it. Okay. Uh -huh. Um... But yeah, and then these guys just, they kidnap the daughters so that they have a direct line to the DNA to use the helm suit that they also steal. This eyeball won't last forever. Nope, sure won't. And they mortally wound the father. And yeah. the incredibly optimistic mother is left on the ship. Yeah. Watching her children get taken away and having to be there while her husband dies. It's absolutely awful. And... You know, there, there's a, there's a, is it a flashback in the next? It is. Where, where he's like, telling come her with to, me? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's the part I cried at. Oh, God. Because it was so gut-wrenching because he, it's not like he was detached from the situation about with his children. It was solely because he loved her so much that he didn't want her to suffer alone. Uh-huh. And he looked at. Uh, everything that was happening. And he was like, we're not going to get out of this. No matter what you do, you cannot help our children. And I really don't want you to, to suffer. Right. It was so sad. It, it, it really was. It was in issue two, right? I could have sworn it was in issue two. It's not in the beginning. It's not in the beginning. It's definitely not that. <laughs> it's definitely not that. We're just going to go through every page. Nope, it's not this. The also there's this drug in this world called cream, and with all of the <laughs> sexual components of this, it made me very uncomfortable with the name of the the drug because I didn't know what they were talking about in the beginning. Oh, that's more sex. <laughs> Jesus, man. Um. Um. But yeah, it was like it was absolutely gut wrenching, and it was a it was a beautiful moment in in the. In the book? There were so many moments, though, in this book that were just so well done. Uh-huh. 
but they they hurt so bad. They really, really did. Um, but yeah, so like the the you keep going around the world, and you know you see you know this girl, and I immediately knew it was one of the daughters. Same. I, I didn't like, know which one, and then I was like, well, that's stupid for me not to know which one. The other one was like platinum blonde. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. So I was like, never mind. When they said her name, I was like, oh, I know who that is. I'm like. Well, of course it was going to be that one, Anna. And, um, you know, just like everything that, that went, went with it. It's like this, this character, T Tajo. Yeah, sure. I said um, Tajo, which is probably. I, I'm thinking like butchered. taco, but with a J. Oh, I like that. Um, she's a little spicy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and I, this character design of uh, of Rome, so freaking cool. He's got like kind of that um, like fallen samurai kind of. Well, and I feel like it um, lent itself more to the fallen samurai with how his character aged versus yeah. when you first saw him. Uh huh. Um, which I mean, once you learn about the character's backstory, I think it makes a lot more sense. Also, with how his. Uh, how visually he changed. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorite, which is probably super stupid, one of my favorite character design moments for him is the growth of his mustache and how it, with his collar, it gets stuck on the collar and then drapes forward, so it kind of looks like ribbons. Yeah. Super silly for me to like, oh, no, I but love it, that because it's, it's so fun. But they, in like a really creepy and greasy way. Yeah, Greg Tocini. Um I feel like every single bit of his art had a purpose. I love like it was very art. deliberate. The art was great. It was it was very it was very loose while still carrying so much weight and so much detail. I know and you could still read everything that was happening, no matter how loose those sex scenes were. You could definitely see what was happening. Yeah, <laughs> but like and and the dude loves eyes. Like, yeah, I noticed that too. Uh, like, there are all of these um, panels where it's just showing the eyes of the different characters. And uh, I, again, like, I've said it over and over on, you know, episode after episode of, uh, of this show that I truly love when faces are done well. He um and those, like, single panel eyes... Um... Mm -hmm. Reminded me a lot about your Hawkman comic last week, also uh -huh. because those were also Prominent. shown um, mm -hmm. in single panels for the past lives. Just yeah. as a oh hey, and I just I loved it. And you know, I, you like you were saying, and, and for because I I do not know what to say as well for for art, but it's like it, the the art is not super detailed yet you can make out every detail yeah like that, that that's the only way that i, mean, I as a as a lay person can really describe what this art looks like yeah i feel like the lucidity of it is for the mood yeah and it very much captures the mood and i'm, I'm sorry uh uh tajo's uh, like costume design, yeah, super cool. Same with Rolls, and then I love those those wetsuits though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially the when they're when you see them swimming. I think it's showcased best on page seventy two. Seventy two. Oh, sorry. 
just like sir uh but yeah like with all the fins expanding uh and everything like that i was like oh that's so cool and how long the flippers are yeah and then again like you you can see that they they design like the design for wetsuits and and all of this has always been based very loosely on the animals that swim in water. Yeah. And you can see that still here. Yeah. Um, like just looking at, at the um, one of these creatures, it's like it, it's it's like a cross of a butterfly and a lionfish. Yeah. Um, the the way that these suit just, wings just, and and th- things kind of go out, it's and it was also really cool because uh, it's almost like the suit. I don't want to say has some intelligence to it, but some type of component that morphs on its own based on your intentions, because there are no claws in this suit that you can see mm-hmm. when they're underwater, and then when she when Cell goes uh, to try and kill Rome. It's through the thing like the fingers become these really long extension talons, kind of like a lionfish. And plunge in. See? Yep. Um so it's like the suit has a life of its own yeah. based on the intentions of the person and, or the needs of the, uh-huh. the environment, which I thought was incredibly interesting. Yeah, very neat. Um I still want to understand why he didn't die? Yeah. He said it. He's um, internally mostly machine. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. So he's internally mostly machine, and his brother is externally mostly machine. And it's because uh, the, they were shipwrecked. Like, How did I miss that? I don't know. It was like a two-page explanation. Okay. Uh, right before the fight scene. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you get his backstory and his brother's backstory and how they took over this particular bubble. Polis. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. And I, like, Merrick is his name, right? Yeah. Um, I loved his character development. Me too, which made like, the it, ending, like, way worse. Well, and it... it <laughs> that shocked me. It, it had such a satisfying arc. Like, you know... Redemption he's, arc. Yeah, he really starts well as, like, this... This interesting, like, little kind kid. of little kid that really doesn't want anything to do with the outside world to his sisters disappearing, his dad dying, and him going down this very slippery slope and spiraling into, you know, drugs, sex, and... Trying to be somebody he's not. He's a, He explains it inter- like a, with an internal yeah. monologue of him trying to live up to his father, which every flashback moment with his dad... Is awesome. It really storytelling is. wise, absolutely amazing. And the lessons that are like interjected in there, something totally take like you should take away from. Especially at the at the end, like towards the end of this fight, where um, that shell gets thrown out, and um, you know he kind of. I want to learn more about the shell because I do. They said do. it goes dark when you're not true to yourself, but it shone red on Tejo, Tojo, Tejo, Tajo, Tajo. Like taco. Like taco. Uh, it did not go dark. It shone red. And then with him, it shone bright white. So I want to know more about the shells. I, I do too. And so here's here's the 
um, the flashback scene. And when he's talking about, it's kind of lame of you to give this to my sisters and make me work on it. Right. But, but at the same time, he's like, well, look, you, it's glowing so incredibly bright for you right now. You are, you are exactly where you need to be. And it would be terrible for me to take you away from it. And then his whole, the hardest thing for you now to do is stay on your path. And I was like, oh, and then you know how he goes. And yeah. it's even more gut-wrenching. Um, but it's like, and then the fact that he essentially wins this battle by just being the absolute truest to himself that he could possibly be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as amazing and, and wonderful as it is, it's... So so sad. Yeah. How uh, how his how, how his story. Ends. I don't want to say ends because we don't know how it continues. That's true. And with how the comic left off, I'm not totally convinced that we don't hear more about the character. Not necessarily that. I mean, how how that world ended and how he died. I do believe he died. Right. But I don't necessarily believe that's the last we see of the character. Right. Um. I I 100% agree. I think that uh, we've definitely got a lot more. Okay, when this scene was happening, did you also think Merrick was being stupid? This scene in particular is when he gets to Taco Tajo. Uh Uh-huh. They taco first, that way you know. When he finds his sister and is then going to go and try to rescue his mother, and she's like, well, how did you find me? He just comes out right, and we weren't really looking. We just happened to find you. I was like, you idiot. Yeah. (laughs) I do, Um, though, love the how her horns become, like, flames as she gets angry in this panel evolution. I'm uh like, ooh, she's steaming. Well, it's like even, even her necklace, it starts glowing, like, a warm color, and then it starts to glow very cold. Yeah. Um, it's like a mood a mood necklace. It is a mood necklace. It did not go dark. Nope. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I was kind of like, wow, really? Dude, just... <laughs> I was like, man, I really hope my brother would be smarter than this. Shut up. <laughs> um, I would like to believe that this entire part is when I believe you learn about maybe not. Okay. It uh, really uh, matter, yeah, no. But... I mean, you you told me, so now I know. Yeah. Um. But it, it was oh, it was so freaking good. Quantumologist. Yeah. That's that's what the religion was. Quantumology. Um. It's like think positively and positive things will happen. Yeah. And and I love I love that message. I think it's I think it's a great message. Um and you know it's it's funny like the the title of it, The Delirium of Hope. Um my wife and I had just finished watching um Ted Lasso, the first season of Ted oh, yeah. Lasso. Uh not too not too long before I read this. So I every every time they mentioned <laughs> hope, I just kept thinking of it's the hope that kills you. No. Um, but, and and it's like, it, and then like thinking about what uh, what Ted was saying at the end is like, I don't like that. You know, I think it's the hope that keeps us going. Yeah. 
you know, it's it's giving up on that hope that uh, that'll inevitably kill you. Yeah. Um. But the the I... whole book, and then when uh, the resolution to the main conflict at the end was swift and like dark. Uh, yeah. Um. I was not expecting it to be as fast as it was. And when it happened, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I mean, so I didn't, I didn't, there's like this, this, I didn't expect it to, to go the way that it did. Um, I but was so mad that Merrick died. I was mad that Merrick died as well. Um, I, I need to read more. Like, uh, cuz I want to know also what happens to her sister. I want to know Della? what happened to her sister Della. I want to know I want to know what happens with this this probe that potentially found a new planet, which we didn't even mention in our in oh, our yeah. talk. <laughs> but it's like that that's the whole reason that uh his mom yeah. uh, her mom had gone got a sub and gone back out there. Yeah. Um and she's like it's going to be incredibly interesting to see Cell's character development because, like, so every many so many bad things. Her. She's Spider Man. Yeah. She's so optimistic. Like, she has such an optimistic outlook. And it's not that you see this character as almost like insanely optimistic. You do see the character struggle with her optimistic outlook. Yeah. It's like huh. sitting there truly trying to to work out like why she's still alive and why right. all of these things happen to her when she knows it's like this is happening for a reason but why yeah what terrible reason could this be um and i i don't want her to lose it but i i do want to know like i i i hope that and I don't mean this in, like, a bad way, but I hope almost that she does lose it and that the ones to bring her back from it is Paco Tajo. Tajo, yeah. Yeah. Um, because that would be, an I feel like that would be an equally incredible character progression and development similar to Merrick. Yeah. With all of the struggle and hardships and just, I mean, she essentially. Uh, she oh, absolutely insane. obliterated. I mean, not insane, but she got revenge on and, and killed probably a lot of innocent people. Yeah, I mean, she went. She went from being um, brainwashed and against her family to like the complete opposite. <laughs> And has not found the light yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she just switched sides, but her outlook on the sides hasn't really changed. Correct. It's like, thank God she wasn't against her mom when she got back in that home suit. Right. Oh. Um, but yeah, so like the, the whole point of, you know, uh, Rome torturing Cell is that he is trying to learn the location of... Uh, the probe of the probe, and the only to potentially learn the location she, of the yeah. planet. And the only reason he knows about the probe is because Merrick told his sister about the probe. Yep. While also telling her, "We weren't looking for you." <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say, as much as I really loved 
the end card, like the end this final one? comic. No, no, no. Oh. That final scene with Merrick and the father is a flashback. Nope. Go forward. This is not the final page. That is the final page. Okay. This one confused me a little bit for continuity's sake. Because Cell had said that her son had not left the pot, like the dome. Mm-hmm. And in this panel page, or page, not panel, because it's a whole page, he is clearly outside of the dome because he is in a sub. And he is steering. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I think that, I don't know if that's a continuity thing or if that's going to lend itself into whatever Merrick's story is after this. Right. So I'm like, I want to know because I feel like with how the storytelling went and how the art went throughout this, that this does make sense. I just don't know yet how. I mean, this could also be, you know, the... Um, gosh, the, the afterlife. Well, that's them. what I that, thought. That's kind of like... Because especially with how, you know, the dad was like, as long as you do this, they'll have a proud old man. And that's exactly what he did. So that's why I was was one of the things that I contemplated as a... And I loved the the actual, like, end card here the with the quote... To resist the depths of the world's sorrow, the truth of one's heart must be honored. And it's like... I loved... I thought that it was... The entire volume was very full of powerful quotes mm -hmm. and um, morals. Yeah. And I did really like that almost the majority of the issues or the... Like, yeah, the independent issues ended with just a single quote and a black page. Yeah. Um, it was... Strong storytelling. Really strong storytelling. And um, I believe, if I remember correctly, the cover art and the art is done by the same person. I believe so. But uh, all, of the, all of the alternate art at the end, too. Awesome. Yeah. I, I loved all of the variant covers and the sketchbook and, and all of that going through and kind of seeing, like, how they evolved the suits uh like the underwater suits and mm -hmm. the the subs were really really fascinating and then of course like all of the roam designs um I, like uh. seeing all of the um concept art was really interesting because i feel like it was a very dense world that they created mm -hmm. like there, it was just completely filled with new things that they had to think through. I did because I loved this so much. I did read with the little, um, the back said with the, like the ratings and or yeah. the reviews. And one of my favorite ones is Lois. So rich and beautiful yet depressing as hell. And I love every page of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's incredibly accurate. Like, ah, uh, there's, there's something that is, Equally, like, like as much as it brings you down, there's something equally kind of uplifting about the story that it's telling. Um, and, and it's so well done. It is so well done. And this, this team of Reminder and Tocini, mm -hmm. I, I, I want to read, I want to read the, the last days of American crime. 
because of this. Because of this. Like, this is... I, I'm very happy that this is also my uh, first sci-fi comic, independent sci-fi comic. Yeah. Because no, it was I mean, a really good one. <laughs> it, it, was a, it was a fantastic one. And, um, like, I, I really... I really cannot... I cannot praise this pick more. This pick. We're into art. Um, no, no, I'm sorry. This pick. Pick. Oh, oh, oh. Not pick as in picture. Pick as nope. in choice. Correct. I hope I wasn't the only one who thought that. You probably were. Okay. Um, so when talking about like favorite panels, I, I struggled with this because, again, everything was so incredibly well done. It was. I have so many, and um, I feel so bad about and it. And like we we talked about one of them that I that I did really like, and that was um, the the underwater suits. Oh, um, I have that one on there too. Specifically, for me, just because of how the awesome panel the with are. them with the jellyfish. I, I know you love jellyfish. Jellyfish are awesome, um, and they glowed. Yeah, and then this one is this one's not really a panel. It's the series of panels where. Um, you see uh, Tajo kind of having all of her flashbacks, all the terrible things that happened after um, Rolm, you know, rips out Merrick's eye. Um, and she was the one who was right next to her dad when... When his eye his, got ripped yeah. out. Yep. Um, and you just see, like, the, the switch flip. Yeah. The switch flip. I, you uh, flip a switch? I understand. I was laughing. Okay. Just because it's a fun... Never mind. Um, I wasn't laughing because it's not a thing. I know it's a thing. And then, uh, like, the... <laughs> I'm used to it the other way around. The, uh... Like, you flip the switch. Gotcha. Um, and then, of course, seeing Roland go from, Haha, I have another eye, <laughs> to, oh, shit. She made it here first. Yep. <laughs> Huh. Um, and it was it was great, kind of seeing uh, Roland go from oh no, oh no, yeah, oh no. Um. So yeah, let's let's talk about some of your favorite. Uh, so I mean, my all time favorite, um, panel or page rather is one twenty nine. So I mean, it's this full page of when Merrick gets speared in the chest. Which is probably like one you're like, why on earth would that be your favorite? But I really liked um, the entire page layout. The focal point is obviously him getting speared, but you see the entire battle sequence just on a smaller scale happening pretty it's much all like it's around a, the the layout. It's almost like it's a like a basketball game where the the kill is on the jumbotron. Yeah, almost. And I was like, I felt that. Um, by making him getting speared the huge image, it was almost like this entire wild, chaotic scene that's happening around them goes real quiet. Yeah. Just with how the color progresses and the entire, uh, the mood of it, the color scheme, how they addressed scale mm -hmm. for the drama of the moment and how the curtains break away. It makes the entire page, the entire uh, the entire panel even though there are multiple panels on the page um which is why that one was probably my absolute favorite i screamed and cried when this happened but 
That's probably why that one was uh, my favorite. Uh, we did talk about the submarine suits, so I'm not going to necessarily go with that one. But then page 74, which is still an underwater scene. I mean, the whole book takes place underwater, so. Okay, well, when they are physically in the water. Um, it's a two-page spread, mm -hmm. and I really liked how the artist did the layout because um, they're not they're making the left side a full page illustration that carries into the right side. We're separating these really large panels for the storytelling. So it kind of just emulates the vastness of the ocean and mm -hmm. you get to see all of the creatures and it's beautiful. The suits are cool the and color the colors beautiful. are beautiful. The... Everything seems like it is glowing. Uh -huh. And I always, I, I love it when you can, you can feel the glow in such a dark void, which is the ocean at this depth. Uh-huh. Uh, beautifully captured. And every... I will say every time that you see the world zoomed out was incredibly well done. When you see the dome, um, even in the very, very beginning when, you know, they wake up and they draw out their, draw back the curtains and you see the dome, like internal right. dome uh -huh. world was amazing. And the world when you're going into or transitioning from the ocean to Polis? Pol Paloma. Paloma. Okay. Um, the pirate dome, essentially. Polis was a map in Among Us. Oh, I've played that. Yep. Okay, well, anyway, the transition from the ocean to the pirate dome, essentially, and that color scheme and just all of those creatures changing from these beautiful, fantastical creatures into these super slimy and chaotic characters. Uh, extremely well done. It, it, again, I cannot... The, the world-building... And depiction and all of that was just uh, so good. It, it's and it's a different post apocalypse post apocalypse yes. than like most of of what you see. Like I'm incredibly excited to see what the surface world is going to be like. I know. Um, even if it's just like a straight void. Mm -hmm. Uh, to contrast all the life that you get to see underwater. I finally found Super it. Super interesting. Oh, yeah, where she... The, the flashback where, you know, Droln? Droll? Droln. Whatever, the dad. Um, <laughs> names are not great. Roln and Droln, really close. Um, and, like, the, the emotion that's portrayed in here and, and all of that, it's like, I... I just, this is again one of those scenarios where I'm like, what on earth would would I be doing in this situation? And uh, it's just heartbreaking. And then... There's so much emotion in this book. So, so much. And it's not like... It's so good. Yeah. It is so good. I, I really wish that after how much I enjoyed this, that I had a better story on why I picked it. <laughs> you know what, though? It is what it is. <laughs> like, whatever. Um, I guess let's get into ratings, right? Yeah. Um, so story, again, I, I cannot stress enough 
how amazingly wonderful and beautiful and just fantastic this story and this world was. A lot of this stuff kind of reminded me of uh, Atlantis. It reminded me of a mix of Atlantis and... uh... Treasure Planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the other it's one. Like, Absolutely. If Treasure Planet took place underwater. Uh-huh. Um, I, like, every, there, there wasn't a dull moment. There wasn't a slow moment. There wasn't any moment in this book that didn't feel like it was there for a reason. Um, and I, 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 have to, I have to give the story on this a 10 out of 10. Like it is. I mean, I feel so stupid with my scores because I feel, um, I always just feel self-conscious of scoring when I score high. Uh-huh. Um, but I completely agree that the story, there never was a dull moment. There never seemed to be a moment that was unnecessary. Even with the vulgar scenes, they mm-hmm. served a purpose. Yep. Um, Everything was to serve the world and to serve the characters. Every character had um, amazing growth or development. And I'm interested in continuing, which is always, like, one of my bullet, like, one, would I recommend it for sure? And two, do I want to continue it? And I do. Yeah. So I would give it a 10. I know it's definitely, I'm a huge rereader, and I would reread this. Absolutely. Um, I know, um, like a lot of people don't like rereading, but no, this is this is amazing, and I, I this is another one where I would love, like, just like with um, Witch Hat, love hard copy. Yep, I want some posters of this art. I still think it would be a good idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Art- oh, art's me. Yeah. Sorry, no, there no, was like, okay. a pause, and I was like, "What are you waiting for, Ben?" No, no, I was trying um, to figure out what was next. <laughs> yeah. So art for me, uh, it is different from pretty much from what you would expect comic book art to be. I love the loose hand. I loved all of the detail that they still incorporated. I loved the things that they created, like the creativity that went into this world building and character building, is phenomenal. Um, I can't really see or pick out anything that I don't like. I loved the color theory. I thought that the colors that they chose intensified the moment and separated the worlds or the environments that they were in really well. So because I can't truly find something that I didn't enjoy or that I felt wasn't done well, I would give it also a 10 out of 10. Art? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's mostly because even if this isn't your thing, it can not be your thing, but done perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you said also a 10 out of 10 uh, for you? Absolutely. Like, again, everything seemed so deliberate and all of the, all of the set pieces were yeah. deliberate and had like wonderful details. Like even even this page that we're on, the the first page of the second issue, where Stell is, you know, walking around her room, and there's just all of these pictures of her husband and her kids. And like but at this moment, you didn't even know if he died or not. 
That hurt. Oh me. yeah, that's true. You didn't so know I mean, that. I'm watching this. I'm like, oh my god, wait, what? Well, that and you didn't know that it takes place ten years later. I was like, all those kids are twenty. Yeah, <laughs> and then you and... didn't really know how old um, Merrick was in the beginning. Yeah, you don't Just actually so he's know how older. Yeah, than his twin sisters. Yep. And like even this scene where he's hanging, attempting to kill himself. Which that one moment where he just shrugs and he's like, ah, "I'm still gonna do it." Yeah. Sorry, mom. <laughs> it was comical in a oh man, because like, he oh, also dude. is really sad. He's like, "You've been through so much, and I feel so bad, but I gotta do this." Uh huh. Um. But yeah, the art was just. And and I mean, like totally a recommendable book. This and I would recommend it to like. Almost anyone. Same. same. Like, there, there's not, like, a lot of the books that we've talked about, it's like, oh, yeah, I would recommend this to someone who's interested in maybe reading something about Hawkman or, you know, who likes mythology, mythology or, or things like this. This one is great for someone who likes sci-fi. Yes. Great for someone who wants to read comic books. Yes. Um, you know, great for, for someone who enjoys world building mm-hmm. um anyone who just enjoys looking at the artwork in comics exactly it's like it's funny because like the first couple of pages of this one i'm like eh, i'm not really sold on the art here but it's like as i as i kept reading it it's like i did not know how much i would like this kind of art style and it's it's fantastic it, it it's the fact that it could convince me like after an initial impression of eh, yeah it's, I, it's great. I would even say, like, if you're into, like, fantasy kind of, or, or like, um, Lovecraftian kind of styles of... of storytelling. Storytelling. That uh, this is also a great book for you. I, I honestly would be hard-pressed to not recommend it to somebody if they were getting into comics. Um, yeah. I mean, I will say for the art style... I try to pick comics that I already go into it knowing that I'm going to either enjoy the art style or not care. Uh-huh. And in this, because it was so different, I was like, I'm going to like it. I have no idea if Ben's going <laughs> to. Yeah. I mean, um, it, 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 is, it is very different, but refreshingly so. Yeah. And again, even if it's not your, if something isn't your taste in art, it can still be done well and executed perfectly for it, what it is. Absolutely. All right, this is your book, so you get to give the overall score first, I assume. A two. Yep. Same, <laughs> actually. Absolutely. A ten. What, I mean, I'm, two, I'm just going to say it as well. as like I'm also a ten. Well, yeah, I mean, um, we both gave it two this tens. Is, this is the first book in rivalried history that has gotten tens across the board from both of us. Oh, yeah, I was like, uh... I mean, which hat got 10, but which hat did not get 10 for story from you? Right. That's right. Because I, I felt like it was kind of... Contrived. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is 10 out, 10 out of 10 out of 10 out of 10. 60 out of 60. Fate said we got to get you guys to read it. That's, that's how I, I, I should tell that story. Not that I just stumbled upon it. The world said, nay, <laughs> read it. It's so good. It's so good. I like. I. I have nothing else to say. 
It's so good. Um, <laughs> if you're listening to this having not read it, go fucking read this book. Totally worth it. 100% um, worth it. 100% recommend. And we would love to hear what your favorite panels are, especially in a book where we're like, oh my God, the art is so fun and yeah. so great. And the story is so fun and so great. And uh, I don't think you could pick one that we would be like, really? Right. <laughs> um, so next, the next pick is, is mine for the, the manga. I went off of a recommendation um, from a, <laughs> uh, a viewer um, or, you know, not just a viewer, but a, a, you know, a pretty good friend of mine, um, in the discord server, um, spoke very highly of Astro Boy as a character and this specific story arc. Um, so it's the first not volume one manga that, we that we're doing on the, on the show. Um, and, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, so yeah, Astro Boy volume three is next week's book. Um, which is actually republished by Dark Horse. Uh, so you can read it in the Western direction. Yeah, I was not anticipating that. When Neither was I. And so I had to do guidance. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, Where can they find you, Ben? You, we're starting with me. Uh, I like can, it when we start with you because it catches you off guard. <laughs> uh, so you can find me everywhere on the internet at It's Ben Pie. Um, I-T-S-B-E-N-P-A-I, that's Twitter, Twitch, uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok, I don't, I don't think I'm posting anything on TikTok. Um, I think, I think there are some YouTube shorts that are going to be coming, uh, soon. Um, but, uh, no, no TikTok. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll look at TikTok. Um, you can also follow my own personal art, which is photography, um, at uh, on Instagram uh, at Ben Pie Photo. Uh, so yeah, and then of course you can find all of the links for everything um, sibling rivalry related. Um, it's benpie.com forward slash comic book club. Um, just hey. to make it easy to easy to spell. Anna, where can they find you? Instagram. I have two accounts. One is personal, mostly of my dog, which is Anna underscore Riddick. And then I have a design account, which is a Riddick underscore designs. Uh, we also have the sibling rivalry Instagram page, which is just sibling rivalry. Uh, no underscores. You're welcome, Ben. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, I have a Twitter. She doesn't use it. No, I don't. So, yeah. yeah. Well, guys, until next issue, remember to keep your poll lists nice and full. Let us know what your favorite comics are. Like, subscribe, do all that sort of stuff. And until next week, Shalomaste. Shalomaste. Did it. We did it together. <laughs>